Hey, Jackson. Hey, Zach. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's a rainy Sunday. Oh, God, isn't it wonderful? <laughs> it's been absolutely pouring all day. It's insane. It's great. Yeah, it's the best mood. Yeah. About goddamn time. <laughs> Plants are really needing this rain. <laughs> um, Barreling into middle age. <laughs> <laughs> I did stand in my robe and like watch it for a few minutes. So. <laughs> Coffee in hands, just thinking about life. You know, it's rough. Probably the most middle-aged thing I've done. <laughs> Staring right into my forties with that one. Uh, anyways, so we're gonna talk about Halloween, the new one. Halloween Kills. That's right. You finally saw it. Yes. I saw it first before you, fake fan. You did. Yeah. You had to say it like fourteen times to make up. But for I've it. also seen it three times. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was one and done. <laughs> Not, not that I didn't like it. I was just like, that was a, sure. That was Halloween. I understood what happened. Mm-hmm. On to the next. On to but, the next. Anyways, so you finally saw it. Mm-hmm. You are definitely the more Halloween fan out of the two of us. Yes. So what'd you think? Like a selective Halloween fan. I would say most well, of the series yes. I don't like. No, that's, <laughs> you're not a crazy fan. I love Michael Myers. Yes. And I love the original Halloween. And I love the sort of ethos behind you're like it. like unrelated Michael Myers. He is nobody's brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man that's good it's like it's what it says on his like twitter bio <laughs> he is nobody's brother yeah i just think that the less we understand michael myers the more powerful he is A as percent. like an idea yeah and part of why i love this movie so much it's because it runs with that i might call this my second favorite halloween movie damn right after the original Damn. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yes. I. You have to. The, <laughs> this has the internet slightly like split. This movie is very divisive. For some reason, it's people are torn. I don't. Very know interesting. A lot of the reviews and stuff that I read before I went to see it, like mm-hmm. I'm like lost. Like I don't know what movie they saw. Yeah, it's it's kind of like they went in thinking this was going to be like something more than just a slasher movie. Well, I uh, there's a lot of stuff about the amount of humor in it. Which I actually didn't think was that much, and I thought there was less than the 2018 one. Yeah, there wasn't that much. I saw one hot take about how Michael was homophobic in this movie, which fucking threw me. (laughs) And I was like, what? (laughs) How? Yeah. I've seen a lot of people. In what way? Yeah, exactly. I've seen a lot of people. What is homophobia to you? (laughs) If anything, he's the most inclusive person ever. He kills everybody the same. Exactly. Yeah, he doesn't care what you are. One of my favorite things in this movie, and like we're gonna go heavy spoilers if you haven't seen this, but do see it. Yeah, yeah. Stop Especially if you now. like horror movies, if you like slasher movies. Yeah. Um, maybe the best slasher movie in a good long time. There's a lot of slasher. As far with just like inventiveness of kills. True. Um, and just like the unstoppable, implacable nature of Michael Myers in this movie. Yep. Um, but my favorite thing about it is they go into it hard with this, like, he's coming after Lori. Mm-hmm. Th- that, like, thought disease infects everybody in the movie. There's a lot of shit knowing that they shot it before January 6th and yes. seeing, like, what's going on in this movie. You're like, wow, they called their fucking shot. Yeah. Um, that's something, like, that I've seen criticized a lot, too. They're like, people are being so stupid. They're being so... Like, the decisions they're making are so stupid. I'm like, well, people are stupid. They do make these stupid decisions. A person is smart, but people are stupid. Nothing that happened in this movie around the whole mob mentality nothing i thought was unrealistic no. or impossible to relate to and i do love that it's just like these people that are like enough is enough we're going to take matters into our own hands but they are so unqualified and incapable evil dies <laughs> they're like tonight. this is exactly what would happen 
No, yeah, it's there's a hundred percent. Like, there's so many like times where he just he could be dead, mm-hmm. and they just to stop a breath short from finally just taking him out. I don't understand it. I fucking love. I love, love, love when the wife, the doctor, who's dressed as a nurse, and her husband is a nurse who's dressed as a doctor. Yes. When she comes at him with a gun and he kicks the car door at her and she just <laughs> shoots herself in the face. He took uh, that man was, or took that little SUV out quick. I was dying. It was so good. Yeah. It was yeah. Um, but no, I love how they go into with this like he's gonna come for Lori, that's mm-hmm. what this is all about. She's convinced of it, her daughter's convinced of it, and then it ends at this place where it's like he doesn't give a shit about Lori. <laughs> like yeah. you are all projecting shit onto him. Yeah. Like he doesn't work with that kind of complexity. No. At the end of the day it's just like he just wanted to go home. Yeah. This one he was just going home. He's just like moving in a line and killing whoever gets in his way. Yeah. He's just he's very like it's exploring the fact that he's just kinda animalistic and the fact that yeah, he might go after Lori for a little bit. He's like, oh, I'm bored with this. I'm yeah. Go home for a little bit recharge he doesn't have he doesn't hold grudges and he no. doesn't like have a grand design no but it's just... all things that we're like projecting our fears onto mm-hmm. which i think is a very suitable metaphor for the times that we're living in yeah <clears throat> yeah he uh yeah it was a good movie there was again the mob was just they just irritating more than anything mm-hmm. and they go after the other uh inmate inmate that the escaped. penguin yep the <laughs> He even has an umbrella. He does. He has an umbrella. <laughs> but it was so funny because they're going after this guy, and like it's so obvious that this isn't even close to Michael Myers. Michael Myers is like six seven. What's <laughs> well, what's so good about it? <laughs> like he's a bra- like a brawling looking guy, and this is just some feeble like old man who's like hunched over. That's what I love so much about it. And they're like somebody says like that's not him, and then like that game of telephone that's like what it's him, and then they all start chasing yep. him. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, absolutely. That's it. He throws himself off the ledge. And he doesn't even, like, Michael Anthony Hall, Tommy Doyle won't even, like, believe it when all said and done he jumps out the window. Mm-hmm. They're like, it's not him. And he's like, how would you know? He wears a mask all the time. He's, like, still in, yeah. Like, he still won't accept it. He's. Just, I think it was just, they were so close, and they're like, we finally did it. And that mm-hmm. brief moment of joy is gone. Yeah. Yeah, this and movie, uh, it, it, it was interesting that it brought back pretty much the entire original cast. Kind of. I think just Lindsay Wallace and the nurse. And the nurse. And uh, Sheriff Brackett. And I thought that guy was dead. Plot twist. Um, (laughs) But he's back. Um, Michael Anthony Hall was not the original Tommy Doyle. Mm. I had heard that they tried to get Paul Rudd because he played grown-up Tommy Doyle in Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. Oh, God. But they just thought it would be too distracting. Yeah, that's fair. Just get a new guy. It would have been funny. That would have been funny. Um... But then I guess in that set, like, sense, they just brought back all those original characters mm-hmm. and then just finally had Michael kill all them, too. And I do really like... Lindsay's still alive. She'll be in the next one. Is she still alive? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I missed that one. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall's fucking dead. Hella dead. <laughs> you fucked that up. I... I, when I saw this the first time, I saw it in a theater um, with my girlfriend and a whole bunch of unaccompanied youths. Ah, uh, damn kids. Um, who, I will give them credit, they were remarkably good at, like, self-regulating, because they would good. get, like, whipped into a frenzy, and then you'd hear, like, a few of them go, like, guys, shh, 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 shh. Oh, that's good, they're like, keeping okay. themselves down. I appreciate you guys. They're here to enjoy a horror movie, that's fine. <laughs> but they, um, they're actually a pretty good audience, because they were just, like, amped up and yeah. screaming and stuff like that, but, um, that's when the mob catches up with michael and you have that whole moment where they're just like going at him those kids were like cheering oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. like evil's being punished and then when michael gets back up just fucking annihilates i him, started but... cheering <laughs> yeah. i was like you kids don't fucking get it michael's the hero of this movie <laughs> just let him be yeah leave him alone yeah 
Um, I really appreciated that they doubled down on, you know, in the original Halloween, he steals like his sister's gravestone mm-hmm. and he sets up the whole like weird nightmare tableau in the house that Jamie Lee Curtis ends up walking yes. through and all her friends are like in Literally cupboards and like hanging. Tradition for every single horror movie for the rest of ever. Well, so, but it's something that they, that's kind of specific to Michael as well as that he's almost like creating these art installations every time mm-hmm. he kills somebody and they do that in this movie to like a degree that was like shocking and amazing yes he kills that couple at the beginning and he throws the husband on the kitchen island just puts all the knives in his back yep or um the kids at the park and he puts the masks on them and puts them on the the carousel mm-hmm. or the uh big john and little john who r.i.p best characters in the movie those guys were <laughs> awesome one of them was Stuart from Yes, he was. Mad TV. <laughs> and I feel like we were cheated out of d- deleted scene of him pushing Michael away with his foot and going, don't. <laughs> but he, like, lays them out, like, in the pose from their couple's picture together. Yep. And, like, puts the love song on the record. Yeah. <laughs> but just like that shit, I was like, man, they really captured, like, not only is he a big, scary killer, but he's, like, a weirdo. He's, yeah. he's such a weird, he's such well, a like, weird guy. And the first one, the, the first first one, when he like mm-hmm. stabs a guy on the wall, and then he just kind of looks at him. And he like looks cool. at him. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. He's like, oh, look at this. He's just hanging there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he's always kind of done weird things like that. But it is funny because like yeah, the whole like finding all your dead friends. Mm-hmm. Literally, I can't think of any slasher movie that doesn't do that now. Yeah. Well, they do. They did that. I don't. Do they even make slasher movies? Like, hmm. like that was like a thing, especially in the early eighties. Every Jason. Yeah. Every Jason movie. Jason will never be anything but a pale imitation of Michael, but yeah, he's like, he's like dumber Michael Myers. Yeah, he's just brute version of a brute. Yeah, <laughs> he just doesn't have the taste that Michael has, you know. Truly, the, art, the artistic taste. Yeah, <laughs> and you really see it in this movie. No, it's true. Uh, that was I actually saw like a, a TikTok where it was, um, or no, it was a tweet. I think I showed it to you where it was. What are you talking about? Michael set them up in a very loving pose and played their favorite song. He's an ally. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I thought that take was so weird. Yeah, I was like, was oh, weird. you just want people to click on your bullshit. Oh, yeah. That was definitely 100% clickbait. Like, we're going to touch on these, like, sensitive, yeah. hot topic speeches. Like, did you watch the movie? I don't think no, so. I don't think so. They just heard that he killed a gay couple, and they're like, oh, you obviously, <laughs> that's the only people that die in this movie. It feels like a lot of people reviewed this movie without having seen it. <laughs> that could be. Yeah. They probably just thought they were safe. Because, yeah, I thought it was fun. I had a great time. Yeah. Um, it was a really big, I really liked it. Yeah. The way that the, uh, what's the granddaughter's name? Lori's granddaughter. Allison. Allison. When she watches her boyfriend just get fucking... Man. And oof. He got the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> Pretty bad. Yeah. That really sucked. And then she falls and like blows out her knee or whatever. Yeah. And then... Like breaks breaks her shin or something. Something. Um, <laughs> when he's coming down the stairs and he just stops to break his neck. Yep. I was like, that's such a spiteful little... <laughs> oh, fuck you. Yeah, he's so irritated that she stabbed him. <laughs> and he's just like, fuck you. <laughs> um, and then we get, like, one of the first things that pissed me off was the mom comes in with the pitchfork. Uh-huh. Right in the back. Uh-huh. And I'm like, there you go. Look at him. He's just laying there. Keep going. <laughs> Why do we not keep going? She wants to lure him into the, uh, the trap. I guess. Yeah, but he could have put a pitchfork right in the back of his head. He's not like... He is like there is Would it have like... worked? That's that, that's what you find out. It's also a science experiment. How many times have you thought you've killed this guy and he just keeps coming back? Just put the, just I would just be like, let's just see if this works. Maybe he is like some. Like, and she like curb stomps him on the stairs. Something and steals the mask. She does. She does. Do oh, it. that's right. Um, and lures him into that back alley. Yeah. 
where I guess the mob's there to greet him. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible mob. Worst mob I've ever seen. Well, here's the thing, because I have heard this complaint, and I think the editing makes it confusing. Like all the close-up shots? Or just, like, the sequence of events. Oh, okay. So, like, they have him down. Yeah. She walks away, goes back to oh, the house, yeah. right? And I think people are assuming that there's more time in between her walking away and Michael getting up. Mm-hmm. But the way it plays to me, it's, there, it's like almost horizontal editing where the moments are on top of each other as opposed to like separated yeah. by... I agree. She's walking away while he's getting the shit kicked out of him. So she's walking... She stabs him in the back. She's yeah. walking away. Tommy Doyle de- does walk up to do like the killing shot. He's not... The crowd is not dispersing. He's going to shoot him in the head. Yeah. And Michael's just faster, grabs the knife out of his own back and fucking cuts, yeah. cuts his wrist. And that's when he gets up and takes everybody out. It's like a quick thing. It's mm-hmm. not the mob deciding like we're done yeah they were trying to finish it off and then no, yeah. it was just like too late yeah i just she the <laughs> daughter the mom daughter daughter mom yeah uh she's she, jamie lee curtis's daughter yeah jamie lee curtis's the, daughter yeah so you're right she, yeah she uh she totally fucks up well totally she pays for it with her life that's right she goes back to this little window and mm-hmm. there he was waiting and now she's dead so apparently the third one takes place a year after these events yeah they said there's a time jump yeah so, so this was the same night as the 2018 movie mm-hmm. and then there's gonna be Another he comes back. So then it's going to probably be vengeful. It'll be Allison and Lori. Mm-hmm. Both mm-hmm. bitter, vengeful, and crazy. I'm excited for it. Really excited you know, to see it. I think Lori dies with him. I think he will die in this one, but she dies with him. Mm-hmm. She's just going to do something like, no, fuck this. Like, you killed my daughter. I'm over this shit. And she like, just pulls him something. Like, I'm die. really curious to see what they're going to do. I, that's my. Yeah. yeah. It just seems like the best ending. <coughs> as long as they do it for like, them well. to both die. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. They have to go out together. Like, it can't be her being victorious. Are they going to do it like the end of the original Halloween tour where they both burn together? <laughs> but it's him and Loomis instead of him and Lori? Yeah. Um. Oh, you know what I loved about this was the fucking flashbacks to the original? Yeah. It looked awesome. That was fun. Um, yeah. And I love that bit where he comes out of the closet and comes after the cop. He's so fucking fast. Well, he... <laughs> like, oh, dude. He, like, is, like, slimmer. He, like, they don't hide the fact that the actor was, like, a lot skinnier. Mm-hmm. It's like they recast somebody and make him, like, no, no. He was just skinny back then. And yeah, he was... Got bigger and... 40 years younger. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was kind of cool to see them actually not use the same, like... Yeah. Actor. It was, like... And I know for at least a shot or two, they used um, Nick Castle for Michael Myers in this movie, and I'm... I'd be curious to find out which shots those were. Yeah, probably Google that. That's kind of cool. Yeah, but he's the original guy who did Michael in the first movie. Hmm. That probably yeah, it could have been for the flashbacks, but I don't know. I feel like his hands would like give it away. Yeah. So. So I don't know. Hmm. But it was cool. Uh, it was really fun. They did a good job, like making it actually look like a flashback, making it make sense. It wasn't yeah. just there for. Yeah, chronologically, it like made sense with the first movie and how that would have worked out. And mm-hmm. I fucking loved the guy that they got uh, to play Loomis. Oh yeah, and that's makeup. Like that's not CGI. They made him up. Yeah, like use prosthetics. And it stuff. was awesome. It was really cool. They did a good job on that because they put him in enough of a shadow where it like kind of hid some of it, but it was like they yeah. weren't obviously like hiding him. But it looked really good. The, yeah. the voice was a little uh, iffy. Yeah, but yeah, well, anyway, it sounded like it. it kind of made me laugh. Yeah. Like, did he kill again? <laughs> I mean, it's but that character was overwrought yeah. to begin with. <laughs> I was just gonna say his. He was so over the top every time he was on any like scene. So it's kind of. I love I love the idea of like a therapist who's hunting down their patient and telling everybody like no this person's a fucking it's the worst thing I've ever seen you don't understand deserves to die and you're like you're a doctor he's like nope this person's fucking evil it's not a person this isn't a man <laughs> see he was so over the top anyway 
Um, I do appreciate the fact that they had like the plot point of him just like freaking out and shooting his partner in the throat. Yeah. And then Michael just going, well, okay. And yeah, drops and his body and just walks away. <laughs> He's like, wow, that's fucked up. <laughs> Judge the hell out of him and leaves. <laughs> just looks at him and shakes his head. <laughs> how could you? <laughs> um, yeah, there were some cool parts. I like how they handled the whole like them drive the cops driving around like that night and it's like there's been three teenagers killed like go home what are you doing mm-hmm. like let everybody know it just they, they did a really good job of capturing like what the panic would be i'm waiting to see if they bring those kids that were bullying lonnie back because yeah. they they make a big deal out of them or they're like nobody fucks with the Mulaney's. yeah and i was like oh they're gonna be back in the third movie because if you watch i watched the first one right before seeing this and like the first couple that are killed uh the old guy and his wife mm-hmm um, the wife is in the first movie. She's the caretaker of the cemetery. Oh. Where the, they, she takes the podcasters to see Judith Myers. Oh, okay. But, so there's like all these like little non-character characters in the first movie that pop up in this movie. The husband and wife that are dressed as a doctor and nurse. You see them like get in their car and drive away hmm. from their house as Michael's like walking down the street when he starts his first like rampage in the first movie. Hmm. So like all those connections I thought were like really interesting and the continuity was really cool. That's cool. Made me excited. Yeah. I like that they're doing that. Mm-hmm. They like they straight up were just like we're gonna cast our town and that's the town. Yeah. Like there you guys will come back because you're the neighbors from across the street. And... Yeah. And it was much more about the town in this one that yeah. I really appreciated. Um, John Carpenter always used to talk about how his original version because they asked him to come back for Halloween four after Halloween three, um, and he wanted to tell the story about this town that was like haunted by what happened. Mm-hmm. And that Michael Myers wasn't like a physical being; it was like the ghost of Michael Myers, like infecting this town. And I feel like they really put that to work in this movie and made yeah. it work. Yeah, because like you said, they 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 had this whole idea of that he was going to come after Lori, go to the hospital, protect the hospital, every freaks out of the hospital. But really, he's like on the other he's side of town, going home. Yeah, and so <laughs> doing it, whatever he wants. Yeah, exactly. But it was the straight up ghost of, like you said, it's just his presence that he exists. Yeah, it's like whipping, and they. Something I really, I always talk about the 2018 version that I really appreciated is there's this idea that, like, he radiates something that just, like, fucks mm-hmm. people up. Mm-hmm. It's like Lori's life is fucked up. The doctor, Dr. Sartain, like, tur- spent so much time with him that he, like, turned into a fucking crazy person. He wanted to kill people to see what it was like. Mm-hmm. And they I, they delve into that even more in this. Like, this whole town is fucked up by his, yeah. like, presence. They're like a vengeful mob. Yeah. That explains why Loomis is just fucking psychotic. It's really gnarly, yeah. yeah. He's just lost his mind with him. He's like, no, you don't understand. We have to kill him. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool. I'm very intrigued with the third one will be. Mm-hmm, me too. I don't know where, where he's going to go into hiding because... Yeah, I'm really curious like what that time jump is or if he'll... I don't know. I don't know either. Like, it's... He's in that house. Nobody... I guess nobody knows he's there because he killed that mob. So he killed all the witnesses. Yeah. He snuck away. But he killed her, like, right in that front window and there's still, like, paramedics and shit out there so Maybe he's just gonna slip out the back and they'll just find her dead body yeah and that's how the third one opens and he's just gone for he'll come back as a uh, rob zombies have the giant beard <laughs> don't do that <laughs> don't do anything that rob zombie did please <laughs> it's so funny because like seeing like good halloween movies and just knowing that rob zombies exist just hurts now i really i really despise rob zombies halloween movies <laughs> Yeah, no, me too. I uh, now that I've seen like what good Halloween movies are mm-hmm. that are sequels, I'm like, man, the fuck, Rob Zombie. And I'm really excited to see what David Gordon Green does with The Exorcist now because they're making yeah, those. that'll be fun because it's the same like thought process. Yeah. It's like not a reboot, not a sequel. Yeah, but it's like a good, well, a reboot cool. Yeah, 
because it's uh, restarting the. Yeah, it's a sequel to the original. I think it's a great idea. I think yeah. a lot of, I think a lot of uh, that was a truck. Yeah, it's not trying to find. I think a lot of like horror movies should do that. I think mm-hmm. I think uh, Friday the Thirteenth should definitely do that and just fucking reset that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, if they can ever, yeah, no, you definitely need to do it with Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. And if they ever fit, figure out the rights shit with Friday the Thirteenth, yeah, just give somebody like make Jason. You have to make Jason different though, because I don't know what you do with Jason to like. It needs to almost be. You almost have to treat Jason as like a monster movie, where like I yeah. feel like I want undead. Yeah, Jason. Like he's got to burst through doors. He has to be like this. And he just doesn't stop yeah. barreling through things, taking people out. Yeah. Um. That's kind of how you have to treat Jason. Mm-hmm. Because then that separates him from Michael Myers. Because Michael Myers is more in the shadows. He's sneaky. He plans. Yeah. He's a creeper. Yeah. So just make them complete opposites. And I think that would be a really fun way to do that. Yeah. But yeah, Nightmare Needs. That's my my number two after Halloween is the Nightmare series, and I would like to see somebody do a, a good version of that. What do, you, what do you want them to do? I would just do... I would take something like Dream Warriors mm-hmm. and elaborate on that. Like, a group of kids, the adults don't believe them, mm-hmm. hint at, like, the origins of Freddy Krueger. Like, make it almost... Take the first one and the third one and combine them mm-hmm. as far as, like, the arc and the setting. Um, I still really like the idea of Kevin Bacon as Freddy Krueger. I think that's genius <laughs> casting. I think they should do that. Because yeah. his like his build is right. How he's like lanky and he's tall. Yeah. He'd look cool in that sweater. He would. And then the burn makeup would look be fun. The makeup would be cool, and he's a good actor. Yeah. And I think he could just do it. He could be scary, mm-hmm. and he could be a little funny. And mm-hmm. you need that. You do, because I can't really think of any like. Yeah, I can't think of anybody like actor that's really screaming off like the page. But there are some fun people out there now. Yeah. Um, but I don't know who would. Give, give me Kevin Bacon. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be wild to see. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a good idea though, because it's it's giving like these characters a little bit more respect. Because it's like we had their time as a fun popcorn slasher movie, but like, why not just kind of actually yeah. make a serious movie? Yeah, but just just delve into like what made them so popular to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, Freddy is like the one that fucked with me the most as a kid. Because I'm like, he's taxing your dreams. That's fucked. It's also <laughs> crazy how much of a pop culture icon Freddie became, and they sold like children's toys. And yeah. <laughs> he had a TV show. Yeah. It. Yeah. It. Freddie was. Yeah. I don't know how Freddie took off. Like, well, and then we had Freddie versus Jason, which was great. Freddie versus Jason is great. It's, that movie is fucking <laughs> wild. It's the second best nightmare movie. Yeah. I love when he goes into his like his dreams, and his dreams are all fucked up in water, and he's just like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, Freddy vs. Jason's good. Mm-hmm. And that was a movie that took like 15 years to make. Seriously. Yeah. Do you remember the the uh, shitstorm that started, though? Like, they wanted to do versus everything. And then it, none of it happened. None of it they happened. They didn't even make a sequel to that. It was no. like super successful, so it was really weird. But like, everybody was like, let's do, get, let's get uh, uh, the Scream in here. Yeah. Let's get Michael Myers in here. My favorite one that didn't happen was called Halloween, and it was Hellraiser and Halloween <laughs> combined. And you were supposed to find out that, like, the reason Michael became Michael was as a kid, he opened the, bo- like, the Hellraiser box. Uh, and it, like, put the god of the dead inside of him. Mm. And that's how- why he's Michael Myers now. And then, like, Pinhead is somehow, like, insult. He views this as, like, an affront. <laughs> so. And some, like, human got it. Yeah. <laughs> and you have him fight. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That would, ha- that would officially confirm that, like, Michael Myers is truly just, like, a monster. Cause- yeah. He'd like get stabbed and yeah, all and his hooks. Yeah, exactly. They'd and, be like, like trying to rip him. him apart, and he would just be like nothing. Yeah, 
So that'd be kind of interesting. He has no like interest in sensation one way or the other. It is an interesting matchup because he has like an anti Cenobite. <laughs> Truth. He has no emotion. Yeah, he doesn't care. That mask is like the epitome of just capturing that. Mm-hmm. I heard a. Uh, it's kind of funny. I actually heard an interview. I didn't know this one either. Um, of the late Kobe Bryant. And he said before some games, he will just listen to the Halloween soundtrack on a loop. Yeah, and just be there because he's just like, Michael's like a really, as an athlete, having that blank, like either you bump into me, I'm not going to show pain. Yeah. If I hit like a big shot over you, I'm not going to show excitement. I'm just going to be this blank canvas. I like that. And he was just like, that was such a, almost like a powerful thing to bring to the court. And so he would just listen to the soundtrack on a loop. That's really interesting. (laughs) The um the composer for the new Batman movie said some really similar things about what his score was, mm-hmm. and how he wanted to achieve this like this just driving beat like this is what's going on inside of him. Oh yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. Like he used the music to actually drive an emotion. Yeah, like this is what is going on in Batman's head while he's doing Batman things. It's just this like dun dun dun. dun. Oh, he's just like in the zone. Yeah, that would be cool, especially like during like big fight scenes. Mm-hmm. That's seems fun. Speaking of Batman, good yeah. little segue there you did. Thanks. Uh, so you have watched the trailer probably, like, what, seven more times? Oh, my God. Ten more times? Like, at least twice a day since. <laughs> Perfect. Uh-huh. I love that. <laughs> okay, so you now think you have you have new thoughts, mm-hmm. you have new feelings. Mm-hmm. How do you want to go into those? Um, I think I might know what, like, the vague shape of this movie is oh just based on like what they've talked about like before we knew anything how they talked about how long halloween was a um like a template for it Mm -hmm. and i think we were all like over complicating what we thought it was going to be because we're like oh he'll go talk to like joker will be a surprise character in the movie and he'll go talk to joker and arkham like all that shit i I think the riddler gets captured Mm -hmm. pretty much at the beginning of this movie and that the most of the movie is Batman going and like talking to the Riddler in Arkham Asylum, trying to figure out the plot that he's put in motion that's still going on. I absolutely 100% agree with you. And I think all the scenes we've seen of Riddler doing stuff is all flashbacks. Yeah. Like, it's just him describing what he did, and then we're seeing him or do Batman it. Or Batman figuring it out. Or Batman like, figuring yeah. it out in like, detective mode. Yeah. I absolutely 100% agree. Yeah. And that's, like, really cool. Yeah, it's so fucking rad. <laughs> it sets up kind of like a... A little bit of Silence of the Lambs. Mm, very Seven, very like yep. John Doe turning himself in yep. to like get to the next stage of his plan. Yep. It's kind of taking that idea of like the bad guy is captured, but is he really captured? Mm-hmm. And like kind of making that very fun. Impossible spoilers for a movie I haven't seen. Yeah, this is all speculation. But I think there might be a real like end game of the movie where you find out that Batman solving everything was part of the Riddler's. Like, he turned himself in mm-hmm. to get Batman involved so that Batman would solve the bigger thing, which is the conspiracy behind Gotham that yep. Riddler's trying to expose. Yeah. And he's, like, using Batman as a tool. Mm-hmm. I 100% agree. I think that's, like, the ending of those movies where, like, he wins, but so does the Riddler. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's fucking... That's good. Yeah, that would <laughs> be fun. pretty fucking good. <laughs> that'd be, especially if, like... If Riddler, because like in that case, like Riddler has to carry the movie. Surprisingly, like mm-hmm. it really can't be Robert Pattinson carrying the movie, and I can't think of Riddler's name right now. The actor's playing the Riddler, Paul Dano. Yeah, yeah, Paul Dano. He has to like truly carry this movie, and I think he could. And I think he's will. gonna be in like very little of the movie, actually. Do you? Yeah, I think he might have like maybe 10, 15 minutes of screen time all cobbled together. I think most of this movie is just gonna be like one of those movies where Pattinson's in like every scene. 
Okay. I think it's going to be like he is the movies from his perspective. There was that, uh, I guess, like report or whatever that it's all like <laughs> reading his journal. Like it's very detective. You see the journal in the trailer. Yeah. And so it could be him just writing it down. like Yeah, you know. and then that's how we get the voiceover narration, oh. which I'm still convinced is going to be in this movie. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, <it's... laughs> Hopefully he wants to do it and he doesn't pull a Harrison Ford. I think, yeah. I don't think that's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> this is the dumbest thing ever. It's like he just fucking... But I'm like, I'm so fucking peaked for this movie now. And then they started oh, like releasing all the, like, the merchandise and stuff. And I'm like, this is going to be such a fucking... Yeah. No, oh, yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be a very, very fun take on um, finally a good Batman story, a different Batman story. Yeah, I think the possibility of it being rated R is out the window now, which I'm kind yeah. of thankful for. I didn't really want an R-rated Batman. I I don't care either way. Yeah, I I just want if it if it naturally becomes R. I think I've said this before. If it naturally becomes R, let it be R. Yeah, like it just needs to be a story that's told. But at this point, there's Lego sets. Yes. There's like junior novels and stuff like that. Fucking it, maybe they're taking a it's gamble. It's a PG thirteen movie. Maybe they're there's a no gamble. way it's not a PG thirteen movie. <laughs> they're just like you know what, it's Batman. <laughs> Kids are gonna buy this shit anyways. Fuck. I mean, they didn't have most of that stuff for even Batman v Superman. Well, like the merchandising for this is like way. Yeah. Yeah, the Batman vs. Superman stuff is... It's out there. It's just not great. <laughs> it's very plump. Yeah. You see a very plump Batman. <laughs> That's your action figure. <laughs> yeah, but, no, I'm, I'm stoked, and I'm really excited for like Catwoman's role in it. Yeah. Zoe Kravitz is going to absolutely crush it. Mm-hmm. And I really hope she... If this is like a trilogy they're wanting to do, mm-hmm. I really hope she's like the reoccurring element. I hope their story isn't wrapped up in one movie. I want it to be like over all of them. I think her and Penguin are both going to be characters that we see continue through like, I really a trilogy. Hope so. Yeah, and he's even getting his own HBO Max series, which yeah. is kind of funny. I I kind of bet she will too. That'd be cool. Yeah. Kind of whatever her stuff happens before. Yeah. They could do like an adaptation of One in Rome. Mm. Which is kind of like a sequel to Long Halloween for Catwoman, or like a spinoff. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. That'd be fun. I need to read that. It's good. Huh? I haven't read it. Um, I read something about how she's supposed to be looking for her friend that's missing, and that's what like brings her into the entree of the story. Catwoman has a friend just recently, too, doesn't she? Holly. Holly. Yeah. So you think they'll introduce Holly? I think so. And there actually is Holly in um, The Dark Knight Rises. Juno Temple plays Holly, but she's only in it for like a second. Ah, yeah. Dark Knight um, Rises. Uh. <laughs> My Amazon lady's yelling at us. <laughs> I was like, what is that? She wanted to educate us There's on somebody something. else here. <laughs> <laughs> they want to play music. Oh, no. <laughs> Man, somebody breaks into the house, and the last thing they do before they kill me is Amazon. <laughs> Order shopping cart. <laughs> and I'm like, no! You're going to die just like Tim Heidecker and us. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I forgot that. I did not know Holly was in that. Mm-hmm. So that might end up not being true, but something I will, I did notice in the um, the behind-the-scenes thing they showed at Fandom is Catwoman is at a cemetery, and one of the tombstones that they're at is, um, what is the last name? Robinson. Mm. Um, is the last name Robinson so it's like what if she's like visiting the grave of like Holly's mother promising that she's gonna find her or take care of her or something like that yeah that or maybe Holly's just dead and that's what brings her back could be although if you're like a random street person who you, Selena Kyle is your only friend I don't know if you have a tombstone <laughs> tombstones Kyle. are really expensive maybe she paid for it <laughs> maybe with all her thief money all of her thief money all of her thief money 
I mean, yeah, that could be it. That's a. Do you think she works at the Iceberg Lounge? I think Holly did. Yeah. And then maybe that's why she's there because yeah. something happened to Holly, so she's there to do some investigating on her own. Very interesting. Her and, her and Batman end up investigating the same person because of it. Yeah, that's how they maybe they're both at the Romans' uh, penthouse. Mm-hmm. There could be something there, and then they meet and they fight and they go, "Wait a minute." Yeah. We still don't see any Carmine Falcone in this trailer. No. <laughs> and so that I, shit, maybe she's and then the daughter of him too, and that's how she uses it to come back. I don't. There's a lot of things that could still be going yeah, on. There's so much. Yeah. There's so much to this that we still don't know, especially if it actually is close to three hours, like all the. Oh, that's fine with me. Yeah. I'll just it's live fine there. Fine with me. <laughs> I'll watch that. I'll have a 15 minute break in between, and then I'll go watch another show. Go watch it again. <laughs> Get food and then just watch it again. Play it again. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's if this is the Batman movie I've always wanted, that could very dangerously be me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like very dangerously, like well, I kind of want to go see it again. Mm-hmm. And then if I have to drag, Jaime, bless her heart, <laughs> points ominously at ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's I agree with all that. I think mm-hmm. that's 100 how it's gonna go. That makes sense. It checks out. Yeah. Explains like. That can't be like the ending of the movie. Him like sitting down, and be like, "Haha, I got you." Unless maybe it is, and yeah. then he goes, "But did you?" And then it's like, "Whoa, that's yeah. a big plot." I do, yeah. No, I love that idea where like he wins, but yeah, I think the it would be kind of crazy if the movie opened up on that diner scene where they run in and like arrest him. He's like being arrested in the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. Well, what if it's like one of those things where it's like concurrent, where they're at like the mayor's. Um like the scene of the crime and they're mm-hmm. arresting him and it's like cross-cutting mm-hmm. could be that'd be really cool but yeah i have no idea um i fucking love i love all those shots where he's just like getting shot and not even fucking flinching <laughs> they're leaning into that finally with a batman mm-hmm. like it's always kind of it's been there a couple times but like you've known a plot point was like you can't take too many bullets or too many yeah like bales was very like that was a serious plot point it was like oh this will let you move more but you could take knives now yeah um which what i think is really cool about it is like it's not about like look how cool this armor is or mm-hmm. anything like that it's like this guy doesn't give a fuck if he dies doing this yeah like he's at this point where like he's that's part of like his whole deal is like he's kind of hoping he dies doing this mm-hmm. um and that part of his arc will be coming to a place where he's his he has to change like his tactics have to change because it's not sustainable yeah and then that's when we get the ghost Batman, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is my favorite Batman yeah. like combat is him just taking people out one by one. Yeah. But I do like to imagine like the guy's trading stories after the fact oh, yeah. where it's like I emptied a clip at him and he didn't even change his fucking stride. <laughs> <laughs> he just like, kept He's coming. not human. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. I love it has to. I need to hear that. I need to hear goons telling each other and like, do you hear what happened to Tommy? Yeah. And like Johnny Gobbs got ripped. It took a walk off a roof. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I need to hear that. Uh-huh. Um, so that would be fun, and they're totally gearing up for him just to be pissed off the entire time. It's really fucking cool. So I can't wait. I love it a lot. We'll see. I I I need to calm my excitement because it's still a little bit away. Yeah, not that far though. We're getting there. We are getting there. Man, if I die before this comes out, I'm gonna be pissed. Oh man. Can you imagine? Like like you're laying there like dying or whatever, and you're just like really like before I get you're to like, see now. This- <laughs> I, I mean, waited sh- all this time. I'm sure hell will be fun, but come on. <laughs> oh, God. It's actually just Batman and Robin on a loop down there. I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> you say that now. <laughs> I'd take that over Batman v Superman on a loop. That's your personal hell. 
that is your hell. You just get to watch that entire. You get to, you get a showing of Batman vs Superman and then Justice League. No, on a loop. Either version of Justice League, they're both equally bad. Back to back. A six hour experience. <laughs> it's personal hell. Ugh. <laughs> oh god. Well, yeah, I like that. I like your thoughts. Those Thanks. are good thoughts. Those are fun. Um, anything else on your mind? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. What about you? I just beat Deathloop. You watching anything? Oh, okay. Yeah, video games. Nice. Yeah, it's fun. I highly advise it when you get a PS5 for uh, Wolverine and Amazing Spider-Man 2. Or not Amazing Spider-Man, but Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. And the God of War 2. And then when you're done with those. Ghost of Tsushima 2. Ghost of Tsushima 2. Once you're all done with those, I highly suggest <laughs> Deathloop. Very fun little, like, uh... The the story is basically uh, this entire island is stuck in a loop. So when they die, I they told just you about this before, yeah, yeah, reset. Um, and then one guy is just like was working with them. He was the head of security. Eventually, he was just like, "Fuck it, I kind of want to end this." Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> and so his the entire game is figuring out a way to end the loop, which requires uh, killing the first eight members, uh-huh. all in one day. Oh. And so you have to kind of. You gotta like, like figure out how to do it. Yeah, you gotta like do things on one day in the morning so that it per- makes one of them go to like this one room with another ver- person, so you have two in one place. Oh, and jeez. It's like kind of like figuring that out and putting it all together, and then going through with it. Hmm. It's kind of fun. Yeah. It's good not game. Bad. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's it. That's my life. <laughs> Sounds great. I think. So. <laughs> Watch the thing with nice. Jamie. It was, was the first time you had seen it? First time I had seen it. Wow. Which upset me. <laughs> because as I'm watching it, I'm like, I would have dug the shit out of this as a kid. Yeah. I would have been fucking like all over this movie as a kid. It's awesome. They, the thing is, like, what I appreciate the most about the thing is they did so much with Little Monster. Oh, yeah. Like, it was straight up immediately the way that film is paced. Uh-huh. You start distrusting everything. Oh, yeah. Immediately. You know what's so cool about John Carpenter is like he always worked with these really small budgets for his best movies, and he would have like one or two sequences where he spent all the money, mm-hmm. and they really like suspended everything else on that. So like, yeah, you don't see very much of the thing in the thing, but when you do, it's fucking memorable. Yes, it is. It's either a bunch of humans all split apart or a bunch of dogs <laughs> all split apart. Um, but yeah, exactly. The budget all goes to that, and then the rest is just carried by these guys. Mm-hmm. All of them putting in like really good performances. Yeah, they're all great actors. You got fucking Keith David. Mm-hmm. It that this movie easily could interact if one of them was over the top. Oh yeah, easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but none of them are, and it's yeah, it just it does suspense in the easiest way. No special effects. There's just somebody running in the distance. Yeah, immediately terrified. Perfect ambiance. <laughs> it just feels cold when you're watching it. Yeah, the crunch of the ice everywhere yeah. and like, um. The, seeing everybody's breath and stuff yeah the one that the one of the craziest body discoveries i found is the guy who like slit his uh, wrist or his throat or whatever and all the blood is just frozen frozen and yeah. it's like still in his hand and he's like mid-scream yeah um that was that was wild pretty great <laughs> so i was uh i was telling jamie because we watched halloween mm-hmm. john carpenter halloween nice we watched the thing mm-hmm. i was like we yeah, have carpenter. to watch i know yeah i told her we have to watch escape from new york that's personally my favorite Carpenter, but now I need to... You should watch Prince of Darkness. That's what I was just going to bring up. I need to watch that next. See if it takes the down... It's wild. See if it... it Thing, was, Thing almost took down um, Escape from New York. I think Thing is his best movie. I can see that. Halloween is still my favorite, but... Yeah, and I think Escape from New York is mine, just because it's so... Yeah. <sighs> it captured everything I was into as a kid. Yeah. Escape from LA doesn't knock it down for you? Yeah. 
Well, <laughs> it's fun to see him surf on lava. <sighs> and play basketball. Yeah, Bruce Campbell's in it. That's fun. That is fun. But no, excuse me. No, That's just the epitome of just this wonderful cheesy 80s inspired one of my favorite video game series. It's great. Yeah. I, I owe a lot to Escape from New York. <laughs> Did you see Dune? Not yet. Oh, okay. Um, big sci-fi epics like that sometimes do it for me, and then sometimes I'm just like, yeah, this is too much. It's pretty good. That's what I've heard. So I might check it out, though. Might it's on well. HBO Max. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Warner Brothers. Is it worth seeing in the theaters? Yes. Oh, okay, that's what I thought. I because I've I've seen like some of the trailers. I'm like these are very wide, beautiful shots that yeah. they're using. Oh, Denis Villeneuve is like one of the best directors working right now. So like all of his visuals, his sound design is mm-hmm. fucking amazing. I, it looks like one of those movies I should just see in theaters. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's um has to be better than Avatar. Yes, it is better than Avatar. Thank God. <laughs> Avatar ruined a lot of things for me. The only thing I would say is like fair warning is it's based on a, a book. Yes. Um, and it's maybe the first two thirds of the book in this movie. So you don't really see the ending. Yeah. They, I know they're banking on this being, they've said they wanted to make this the next Lord of the Rings. Yeah. The next like, this. but they didn't green light a sequel before they made this. They haven't written or shot it, but this movie does start with Dune part one as like the title card. So like they're really betting on it. Yes, they are. I think they're going to get it. I, I think, think so. I think it's going to be yeah, quite a while. Yeah, It so. did very well overseas before it even opened here. I imagine. Yeah. Big movies like that do, like, they love. Sometimes. That's true. I feel like a lot of the big movies, like, explode over in, like, the, the overseas box yeah. market. Well, some things just, like, don't translate. I think it was, I can't remember what series it was, but they were talking about how they just, like, Star Wars. They, like, mm. don't care about Star Wars mm. in, like, China or... Like interesting it's, it's like not a not like a thing they come out and they're like whatever huh but like the marvel movies do really well and stuff. yeah i know they love the marvel movies over there um and like the overseas box office but interesting star wars yeah i feel like everybody could dig star wars <laughs> i don't know it's just a fun idea yeah space they're like, we don't care for this story of white people in a muppet universe <laughs> <laughs> that's true actually <laughs> <laughs> that's very true but there's Space Samurai. Speaking of, Obi-Wan's about to be... Man, I'm really fucking excited about Obi-Wan. And, then and Boba Fett. Boba Fett comes out, like, next month. Mm-hmm. And Christian Haydenson's going to be in another Star Wars project. Hayden Christensen. Oh, sorry. Wow. <laughs> it's the rain. I was like, you talking about his evil clone? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Christian Haydenson. Christian Haydenson. Wow, on that note. No, uh, he's going to be in the... The Ashoka series yes. and the uh, Obi-Wan series. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. He's having a real moment. I hope. Now, the question is, is he just going to be in the Vader costume with the Vader voice? I kind of think so. I think we'll also see him like outside of the suit and all fucked up looking. You get that glimpse of him in Rogue One where he's in that tube. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. There has to be a reason they just cast him. Yeah. It can't just be for kicks and giggles. I mean, right. it could be for kicks and giggles. I think that's a big part of it. Just like the novelty of it. Yeah. Um, Do you think he'll go no? He'll scream no again? I really hope not. No. My bigger question is if they're going to get James Earl Jones or if they're going to bite the bullet and have somebody else do the voice. Because he definitely sounded like he lost a step 
when they had him come to the voice in Rogue One. I was yeah. like, it almost doesn't work. Like, he's almost too old. Yeah, you can hear it. Yeah. Uh, they probably will bite the bullet. And they just won't say anything. Get somebody else to do it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it would just be Hayden Christensen. It'd be interesting. Put his voice through a vocoder. Or it could be his uh, evil brother. Yeah. Could be <laughs> Christian. Christian Hayden. <laughs> so evil is Hayden's name. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that'd be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I, I Maybe they are just going to have him do the voice. Maybe. And then that's why they have him. Yeah, I'd be curious to... And just have him own Vader. Like yeah. He's Vader now. You are Darth Vader. I am Darth Vader now. Oh, man. They'll go back and digitally alter the voice in Rogue One now. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, the originals. God, no. <laughs> like, imagine? George Lucas is not in charge anymore. <laughs> no, no, just Rogue One. Absolutely Actually, fucking not. I think they're not going to ever do that again. Because it was not good. <laughs> or, like, when they uh, imposed Hayden Christensen into the fucking the death scene at the where all the ghosts are hanging out at the end of episode six. Of it. Yeah. He's got this weird fucking look on his face. Yeah, he just has this awkward laugh and smile. Just does not fit into the group at all. No, no, we should just. Anyways, that's a a tangent we just went on. Mm -hmm. Well, on that note, anything else in your life? Uh, no, not really. Yeah, same here. Okay, cool. (laughs) Well, in that case, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for having me. Okay, well, no, I wasn't talking to you. Yeah, yeah, talking to the. I was talking to the six people listening to this. All right, fine. Fuck you too. No, thank you for hanging out, Jackson. It's nice <laughs> to have friends. <laughs> All right, I'm stopping this. Goodbye. Bye.